Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do each his own. Go to school, boys. Hello and welcome to the Nuclear Fridge. As always, I am your host, Matt Paget, And today... On a special occasion, I am joined by my two best friends, Jacob Decker. Hello, I'm Jacob Decker. And Stuart Gear. Hey, thank you for having me on. You're welcome, man. I, I figured it would be a nice treat. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. I've never been on a podcast before. Yeah, because you're always telling me you like talking into microphones. Oh, uh, all the time. They're never plugged in, so... I thought I would plug one in for you. It's nice not talking to myself. Yeah, that's good, man. I'm I'm happy you're not talking to yourself. Boys, I have a confession to make. This past week has been a fucking shit show. Let me start by saying I got hired. Oh! Hey. I, got, I got a job. Look at that. I'm going to make some money. Wow! Uh, we He's can employed! We can finally put some money into this damn cockamamie podcast. But the sad part is I've gotten into Magic the Gathering, which I was warned not to by many people across social media, across my, my well, my inner life, no one told me not to. So I, I think that's the problem. Jake was like, yep, absolutely. Let's play some Magic. Well, okay. And, to, uh, be <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. You said it was fun. That's all you said. Yeah. I, I mean, I've I've given you quite a few warnings about it. Not so much in that you shouldn't play it, but in ways you should play it, in ways you cannot spend a ton of money trying to keep up with standard, because unless you're trying to be really good and play Friday Night Magic a ton, and, and not even tournaments, but you, you don't want to do that unless you're really into it and you're willing to spend the money. Yeah, I don't really want to go to Friday Night Magic. It smells uh, no bad. Offense. I wouldn't recommend it. No offense to the people who go to Friday Night Magic, but I've heard stories. I've heard tales of the BO. I've heard some people can be dicks. And honestly, I am totally fine just playing Magic with my friends and yeah. collecting cool cards that look fun. That's the way to do it. I will say, though, if you have, like, a group of people to go with you to Friday Night Magic and it's not an enclosed area to play it in, if it's, like, a bigger, more spread out area, it would probably be pretty fun. I, I had a lot of fun going to that when there was, like, four of my friends going because, you know, you're, you're with your friends. You're probably going to pl just play your friends. You're, you're going to see all the cards they get. You'll see the cards you get and stuff. And, and that aspect is fun, like. The socializing can be fun, but I've definitely gone against a couple people there that either stunk, uh, or were just kind of just kind of shitty. Like just just like uh, I feel like there's a lot of those uh, super nerds, I guess, that go to Friday Night Magic that uh, will will get very annoyed at you if you like mess up on a rule or play a card wrong or forget to untap or something like that. Oh, God. You know, my friend told me a story. She went to a Friday Night Magic once, and a little little boy strolls up because he's playing her or something, and he's like, oh, I'm fighting a girl. This is going to be easy. And then she made him cry. <laughs> Hell yeah. Also, I have to say, you roll up with your boys, four or five of you, roll into the Magic shop. And then you go, oh shit, this is the magic shop. We're, we have to go to the card shop. This is, we went to the wrong magic shop. And then you go to the magic, the gathering shop, and you've just got a bunch of tricks you just bought from the magic shop. So you, so you can show them off to the Friday night magic people. But then also you can bully them all because there's five of you. <laughs> That's true. You outnumber them. Most of the time though, most Friday night magic places take place in uh, like comic stores and usually they do it after the comic stores close, so it's kind of cool. 
and you can at least the one in Ventura that I used to go to uh you'd be able you just basically when you were done with a game you just like had free reign of the store to like look at different comics and usually I mean there's always a guy working there uh, you have to wait a bit but a lot of times you can like just buy comics and collectibles and other shit while you're not playing seriously uh, that's pretty sick yeah the hypno comic which doesn't exist anymore, huh? Didn't they just rename it, though? Or... I think it's a new comic shop. It's just not Hypno anymore. Yeah, they, they probably do something similar, I imagine. Um, but I always loved it when we went to Hypno and did it because there'd be they bring food trucks outside uh, so you could get food, and then you could hang out inside checking out comics, and there wouldn't be many people in there. It's cool. There that, We have that, two that shops. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I fucking love local comic shops there there are two two of them here and one of them is very much like a hey bring your family and friends and the other is like very much like oh hey you might walk in on someone being hella sweaty about like very specific cards and arguing with the store about them or like the the customer that sits there and like helps customers even though they don't work there they sit there to like show hey i'm really good and i know what i'm doing so if you're looking at commander decks or if you're looking at any kind of deck or card i'm gonna mention something about it and it's like dude what are you doing you're just another customer this is the fucking weirdest experience of my life there's a bar in ojai with a bartender who's like that he's not a bartender he's a customer that's in there all the time but oh, he basically God. is just an honorary bartender. He like collects glasses and he doesn't pour drinks because I don't think he can. But he like collects glasses and cleans up certain things and like takes money from people. I mean, not takes it from them, but like exchanges money and then the other guy has to go fill up the glasses. It's uh, it's it, it's an interesting situation. I've always wondered about this guy. He's always we would there. Have a- a couple of those people at Spencer's gifts when I worked there. And it was mostly like guys who would come in and, uh, well, it started as guys that would come in and talk to the girls, like very like, um, geeky dorky dudes who obviously, uh, don't have a lot going on in their life to the point where they are going into a Spencer's gifts and talking to the girls that work there. And they're like, they're, you would call them creepy, but they're like harmless. But like, I would have to like I would I would take it upon myself to talk to them to kind of like get them to leave the girls alone, and then they started coming in to see me, and they would just hang out and like talk to me while I worked, and it was fucking weird. The one guy he, one guy was actually kind of cool. He made like chainmail, but also that worried me because, uh, you know that meme, <laughs> the one where it's like, hey, I made friends with this kid just in case, and it's like a, a white kid who looks like super geeky and looks cut it's a it's a school shooting joke but (laughs) it's that Uh, kind of thing (laughs) yeah i won't laugh at that you'd like it you know i'm the only one being real on this podcast you're the only real i haven't i haven't seen this meme so i'd have to see the meme it's always it's always like just this one kid taking a selfie with this uh very stereotypically looking basement dweller kid but but anyway, Stuart, why haven't you started playing Magic with Jake yet? Yeah, Stuart. Um, never invited. Oh, don't. Do <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, uh, you know, one of our other friends has, has tried to teach it to me. Uh, and I'm I'm sure if I really, really paid attention, I'd probably I'd, I'd pick it up. It doesn't seem like it's horrendously complicated. It's just I have not put in the work to learn it that well and uh i don't know i i've always been kind of never i've never been that interested in playing card games like i will even like back in the day with like po- like i collected some pokemon cards and like i think Yu-Gi-Oh a little bit but it was more just because it's like oh these cards look cool um i've never just like played card games like that so i just have never had the interest and then I remember I was with some friends that had their decks out and they were just talking about the cost of cards. And I was like, I, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I wouldn't want to play it just to continuously lose. I'd want to get decent cards so that I'd at least have a shot. But once again, I'd have to, I, I really haven't learned the game. I've watched a couple be played, but 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I maybe I would just need to be with like the right group learning it, but right, just never had the interest. I guess. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, like one of my friends who has a deck. I've like gone through his cards with him, and I do think some of the art's really cool. And um, and then the thing you mentioned to me about how they have like horror decks now, or yeah, well, whatever's I mean, coming out. It's like that stuff. They've always cool, had like but... monsters and stuff, but right this like the the new expansion that comes out the same day as this podcast uh it's it's like basically the halloween town it's like yeah the, here are people the the humans are are like celebrating harvest tide and oh no werewolves and vampires the humans have to turn to witchcraft and now they're all witches and mm-hmm. they're werewolves and vampires and zombies and it's it's very much like this this dimension is Halloween land where everything is spooky. <laughs> right. I, I for me I would need to I think I would need to watch some people g- like genuinely playing as opposed to stopping constantly to tell me a bunch of rules that I'm not going to remember in my first time sitting. And uh yeah, and well, I don't want to and I don't want to be the guy that like like with like with what Jake said I, I wouldn't want to go to a Magic the Gathering night unless I was just like chilling in the comic shop while everyone was playing because I would be that guy that people would get pissed at because I wouldn't know what the fuck I'm doing. Well, yeah, so, you, you don't go to Friday Night Magic having not played Magic right. at all. Like, if you haven't played Magic in a long time and you show up, that's one thing because the rules have been basically the same for a very, very, very long time. Now, with each new set, they add different mechanics and wrinkles. But usually they're pretty well explained on the card. I, Stuart, I don't think you'd like it. I don't, I don't think you'd enjoy it much. Uh, well, maybe you'd enjoy it, but I don't think you'd. I can't picture you ever getting that into it. Um, I, I think the best way, if you want to play, would be to get those like dual decks. Usually that like, excuse me, like once a year they release these dual decks, which come with two decks and they are super evenly balanced. And, and they come with some cool too. cards. They're pretty cheap. And then you can just play with those two decks with people. And like that that's what you'd want to start with. Maybe play with your brother or I'd play with you or something. And you can see if you like it. If you like it, then like I would definitely can... want to play with like you or Zach or yeah. somebody that I like I would, you know. That that's I know. the way. Or or I mean <laughs> I <don't wanna> uh <laughs> Magic the Gathering Arena is a really good it has a super good tutorial that teaches you pretty well and it gives you a bunch of decks for free to start out with but it's kind of limiting it's, it's not as fun like starting on arena i would say um just because part of it is playing with other people but it, magic's dumb don't don't waste your money on it <laughs> i mean I, I like getting together for game nights i do enjoy that which jake knows you know like i like poker or, you know whatever so i like i like the idea of getting together to play games it's just so like if I if I did get into magic I but that's the thing if I got into magic like that I would more be doing so so I could like hang with friends and play what you know it wouldn't be so much about the game as just being there. Yeah, I mean that's how I'm gonna play. I play magic just so I can absolutely crush Matt online. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not very fun for me, but the uh, <laughs> uh, I beat you. I beat you for the first time today, which was not that fun because you had a deck that was just like prolong the inevitable for as long as possible. Yeah, it was all control. I couldn't figure out how to actually win, but I stopped you from winning for about an hour. Yeah, yeah, I oh man, but I I'm pretty much just playing Magic to like play with friends, and I I don't want to get good. I bought cards because i was like ah fucking this looks cool and then i'm opening cards and finding like these werewolf cards where one side of the card is the human form and the other side is the werewolf form and this is a hound tamer it's a boy that loves his dogs and tames them and then when he turns into a werewolf he's one of the pack and they all fucking hang out and run through the woods together (laughs) it's fucking awesome and then oh my favorite card so far is the bird admirer who's this human werewolf who uh she's like a scientist for birds or some shit and she's trying to find um specimens of every bird in Innistrad uh and when she turns into a werewolf the werewolf its hunger can't be satiated so it wants to taste every bird on, <laughs> on Innistrad so it's like 
Oh, I collected three birds today. I'm really excited. Oh, fuck. I just woke up and all the birds got eaten. Uh, I hope that there's a character that knows bird law. <laughs> sure there you, is. <laughs> uh, w- one thing, though, that's kind of cool is I think two sets from now or one set from now, they're doing a cyberpunk themed Magic Ooh. the Gathering set. Like based I'm on the game for. or no, 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 just no, cyberpunk just in general? Cyberpunk in general. It's like yeah. a mix between cyberpunk and fantasy. Kind of like Shadowrun, okay. Matt. Oh, um, neat. You should look at some of like the concept art they have for it. It's pretty cool. I think it's called like Neon Dynasty or something. Uh, Neon, yeah, Neon Dynasty. Yeah, that's fucking cool. I'm, I'm gonna look that up. They, they, so they're releasing Innistrad soon, and then I think in November they're releasing a vampire version because this one's all focused on werewolves right now. And then in November they're doing vampires. And honestly, the fucking art is just fucking cool. And I don't think you should buy these cards for the art because the art's so small. You can just look it up online, find like high quality renders of them. But I, I, I just dig it. I like, I've made a zombie deck and it's fun to like think about how mechanics go together and how you can pair cards and use them in a match. And then you never draw any of the cards you want to draw. So really everything's for naught and fuck magic <laughs> it's fun though i i've been having a good time but uh yeah that's fucking magic boys i it's kind of gotten me into watching a lot of werewolf movies Ooh, and, i can talk on that yeah there are a lot of bad <laughs> werewolf movies there's bad I, ones there's good ones it's, it's one yeah for you know. they're definitely good ones but i feel like out of all the monsters werewolf those werewolves, they're, they've been done dirty the most. I don't know. There's some pretty bad vampire movies. I mean, there's great vampire movies. I, I mean, both have good and bad, but I, f- yeah. I, feel, like I feel like vampire werewolves... might even have more bad ones than werewolves. Well, I, but I also think vampires have more good ones, more, more in general. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think I they're like... more. They're, there's definitely a variety of vampire where with werewolves, they're just, they, they, I guess you're right. I guess they don't come out as frequently. Yeah, and and werewolves like the whole concept is kind of hard to write around. Like, Not, I mean, I, I watched I watched the Wolfman starring Benicio del Toro, and that movie is I, fucking bad. I don't hate it. I knew you'd say that. I don't. I don't. I mean, it's definitely not you know as good as like classic wolfman or anything but they should have started an hour into that movie because when i yeah I, I mean when i it, found out i had watched an hour of the movie i was like jesus christ well the, that was the biggest issue with it is it's just that it was they that was the wrong movie to make as slow paced as it was yeah um, it was because there's a, a there's a couple effective wolf scenes where i was like oh man that would have been cool to start the movie out with like there's like a scene when he's in like a little village and he like gets his hand through someone's. It's a really cool shot. He like, you know what I'm talking about. He gets like his like hand through someone's mouth as right. the wolf, and it's like a really cool little scene. But then it goes back to the human stuff for you know the next like four forever before there's another werewolf scene. So, but you're, but, you're trying but, to tell me that Benicio del Toro is Anthony Hopkins' son? <laughs> well, that was yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's good. I just didn't hate the movie. Like yeah. I, I saw but, the potential there. I like the, the just... one thing I like is there's two things. Anthony Hopkins hamming it up near the end and then Lammy the Hopkins hospital the hospital scene and then the court scene, I guess, or the observation room scene where he turns into yeah. a werewolf was cool. But other than that, it was pretty pretty fucking bad and it was it was a disappointment for sure. It was I, disappointing. I, I, like I the thing is with movies like that is the more complicated you make them and the more fluff you add, the more you're taking away from the movie. I'm not saying you couldn't do a serious, like, character-based werewolf movie. You could. But that movie was trying to do both, and it didn't work. I also saw Wolf starring Jack Nicholson. That's Wait, are you saying you don't like Wolf? No, he said uh, he also saw it. Oh, you, you know also what? saw it. Oh. Wolf is not I a think good it, movie. I think Wolf's fun, though. It is fun. And the, so I saw it when I was a kid and I thought it was fucking, I thought Kelsey Grammer played the wolf. (laughs) So 
I grew up Nicholson, my Hammond. entire life thinking, oh, Frasier plays the werewolf. That'd be amazing. And then I watch it. Yeah, it would have been way better. Because guess who's in that fucking movie? David Hyde Pierce. Fucking Niles Crane is already in that movie. So I think when I was a kid, I saw Jack Nicholson. I said, oh, this is just a fucking Frasier episode where he turns into a werewolf and fights for his love. It's fucking... It's a weird fucking movie, but the more I think of it, the more I like it because it is just such a fucking bizarre artifact of filmmaking. It's fucking wild. It's it's though yeah, no, it's definitely though it's worth it's definitely worth a watch if people haven't seen it. As far as werewolf movies go, like Jack Nicholson's fun in it and uh it's like not a high budget horror movie by any means, but it's it's got a good energy about it. It's I also not as the... hammy as as I might be making it sound. It's just no, it's like it's, not, it's just it's not weird. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's just funny when you see the people involved and what it is that they made that you're like, oh wow. Oh man, David but... Schwimmer is in it. He plays a <laughs> cop. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking crazy. But it's yeah, no, I enjoyed it. The I didn't have really the fr- I never watched Frasier, so. Oh man, I, I love Frasier, dude. I didn't have that. I, I mean, like I know, I, I know, I knew Frasier. I just never watched it. I knew Kelsey. Well, Frasier is great Pierce, because but... everyone says, "Oh, oh, it's a smart show. It's too smart for me." I don't know what they're talking about, but the whole show—it's literally just like they do something stupid and pompous and poshy and and like dorky, and you laugh at them. It's really not a smart show. It's just us laughing at people who think they're more cultured than others, and. Mm-hmm. uh it's it's good. I fucking love Frasier, man. It's it's my go-to feel-good show. I'm gonna watch some fucking Frasier tonight. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> I might have, I'll have I go to, to try it at some point. It's I've, fun. I've heard it's I don't, good. I just never watched it. I don't know. I mean, you do you like sitcoms? Some. I'm I'm mixed with it because there's some that I I think like I've gotten some laughs out of like uh, like sign. I like like a good amount of Seinfeld. Uh, Big Bang Ted Theory, Lasso. Stuart. Oh yeah, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. You should watch Bang Ted Lasso, Stuart. I know. I need to watch Ted Lasso. T- that would come before. Don't worry. Stuart, uh, has Jake. has anyone told you you should watch Ted Lasso? I'm not sure. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. It'd be great if they had a show called Talking <sighs> Ted, though, where they just talked about the show. Yeah. It would be great you know? if only a certain co-host would have seen it, so we could kick off that show. Okay. Well, that co-host <laughs> needs to get his ass on it. Podcast. Uh, Jake invited episode. you to his family. <laughs> I did. I know. I gotta. I got. I. I know. I know. I gotta leave a family to join the family. And you disrespected him. I'm not disrespecting Jake. Jake's my brother. I respect and love Jake, and I'd be honored. Well, if he's your brother, then why aren't you a part of his family? Because I'm. I gotta leave one, and I don't know what happens if you leave the one. That's. I, I'll look into it. No, but anyway, the the what, what we were talking about. Oh, we we're sitcoms. talking about werewolves. Oh, and sitcoms. sitcoms, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I like I like Seinfeld, um, and I've laughed at some Friends. I haven't seen the whole like thing, but like you know, Friends I've is weird some because laughs. so much of Friends is reliant on you knowing the characters. So if you watch like season six, they make a bunch of jokes that like are in jokes that Friends would get, right. but because you might start watching in season six. A lot of the jokes won't make sense because you don't know these characters and you don't know how they act or what they've done. So it's a weird show revisiting it, but it is very fucking good. Yeah. I, I just more, I'm, I'm more into like, I, I like the, sometimes the, the live studio audience or laugh track shows. I get a little put off by that. Cause I feel like I shouldn't need an audience to tell me when something's funny. Uh, yeah. So sometimes it's that puts that me off. Interesting that they don't do that that much uh, it, anymore. It, it, like, yeah. I, I mean, they do. Theory. They do. Well, with I guess there was some like shows. two broke girls and C- other well, stuff. C- CBS I think has shows that do it, and I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just for me personally. Sometimes it takes me out. Uh, which is why I like shows like It's Always Sunny or like Curb Your Enthusiasm. And well, Ted Lasso like that, doesn't have so. a studio audience. Well, it's not really a full comedy show, is it? It is. It's a sitcom. Okay. It's just like a really well written one. It's like better. I think it's probably one of the better sitcoms ever, because of just like. Anyway, I don't want to get into how good Ted Lasso is. <laughs> can... I'm going you know to what? watch All it. All you people complaining about last week's episode can shut the hell up. That was a Are good. Are people episode. complaining about the episode? 
I think it's just people who are like, I don't know, they they want the plot to move along or the, something. And I'm like, what plot? The episode of fucking... Ted Lasso, not the episode of the podcast. Here. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm like, oh, did we get like people like shut the fuck up about Ted Lasso? No, no. Uh, people were pretty happy. We like Ted Lasso, or I like Ted Lasso, but I could like Ted Lasso. You could if you watch we'll it, but you won't watch it. So no point in having this conversation. Hey, 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 hey. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. It doesn't even sound like there's a, it's that long to get caught up. So I'll just take a day sometime and I, go uh, through it. I, I've got a question for the group. What? So on Twitter, a lot of people have been sharing their four 10 out of 10 albums. Oh, music albums? Yeah, music or photo albums. albums. Oh, okay. Photo albums, Matt. Yeah, oh, my, my, my baby picture photo album is probably my favorite, and then my high school graduation photo <laughs> album is my... Music, Matt, come on. Vacation 2016. Okay, all right. No, that's my favorite. That's the soundtrack to Vacation 2016. Yeah, okay. Remake. All right, sure. The remake slash sequel, which was awful. Uh, the top four albums of all time? Just or 10 just out of 10 year? albums. You're just four 10 out of 10 albums to you. They don't have to be all of your favorites. They don't even have to be your favorites, just the ones that come to mind first. I was about to say, I could, I'd have to dwell on that. All right, Because the Internet by Childish Gambino. Okay. Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Yeezus by Yeezus. Okay. Kanye West. Maybe you heard of him. No. Uh, and then Blood Sugar Sex Magic. All right. By the Red Hot Chili Peppers. 10 out of 10. Those are just the first four that popped up in my head. Yeah. Um, three of those could be in my. I feel like on a given day, three of those could be in my top four. I would say, or the four 10 out of 10s that first come to mind for me. Um, that, is, that is really quick. I genuinely need to like... I mean, you, you can think on it for a little bit. I mean, I could, I, just, go, I could do just, it from just the standpoint of maybe like last couple of years, which ones have maybe... I mean, that works. It just came from the heart, man. It yeah. just came from the yeah. heart. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. I could... I, okay. Uh, well, Jake, do you want to go next so I have a moment? Uh, I mean, I <laughs> can if, if you still want to think. Yeah, yeah. Go, you go. You go. All right, Igor by Tyler the Creator. Um, Led Zeppelin Four. Uh, In Rainbows by Radiohead and Hmm. Are you just trying not one. to pick the ones I picked? No, not necessarily. Uh, those mm, probably probably uh, uh, Currents by. Tame Impala. Right. So I picked mine based on albums that I've listened to recently that I love a lot. Yeah. I mean, all those I listened to fairly recently, except Led Zeppelin 4. That was just one I used to listen to a lot when I was a kid. Like, that's all I listened to for like a decade. <clears throat> Excuse me. Led Zeppelin. Let the let out. Am I right, boys? Let Jake the just let, let the let out yep. with that burp. Too much lead make a boy go bleh. Um, I'm just going to shoot some out that come to mind. I'm not going into... Do it. That's fine. That's that's what I was doing. Uh, Alice in Chains' Dirt would be one for sure. That's a good one. Uh, Master of Puppets would also That's be a good one. one. If I'm going... I see, I mean, I just jumped a rock, but there's so many that are... Uh, Take Me to the Disco, Meg Myers would be one. That's a good one, too. Um, I think I found out about Meg Myers because of you and Zach. I, I love Meg Myers so much. She's amazing. Uh... I'm trying to think of others. Um, Master of so Puppets many, was that, one of the songs I see, on guitar I, see, that I fucking loved. See, even like uh, talking just about that, like I, I would even put like Injustice for All too. Like, uh, <laughs> so I don't know. Well, that's might just, just turn into Injustice for All is a great album. What is, I know, I'm teasing you, and also it's your top ten. I know, <laughs> it's your ten I'm, out of I know. ten albums. Yeah, I'm like going through. I'm already listing more than that. Uh, I would also say, uh, basically, every Run the Jewels album would 100 percent be. I, I love every single one of their albums, so they'd be up there with me. Um, yeah, 
I mean that that's just a, a brief snippet disclaimer seether that would be one I'm trying uh, to think is there a Run the Jewels album that I wouldn't put give a fucking 10 out of 10 I to? don't think there is for me I, I love all their albums yeah um, they're good I, I think yeah I guess like of their albums I would put three last but I love alright yeah maybe I'd do maybe it would be like Two one four three, ranking run the jewels albums. I think they're I'd fucking agree. good. I think I'd agree with that. That's yeah. probably how I'd rank them. I'd also, I'd also probably say for, like, uh, yeah. I mean, is that? I mean, I like, get such a like a classic go to. So it's kind of almost cliche to bring up, but like all eyes on me by Tupac. I mean, come on. That's a good album. I won't too. deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't want to fuck that with me. That whole album is so fucking banging. Yeah, uh, dude. <laughs> I the love piano that album. In just... All Eyes on Me. Or, sorry, fucking. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Dude, it's so ding, fucking good. Ding, ding. <laughs> it's just so fucking good. I think they that became a meme, that piano. When, Probably. When someone wanted, was talking shit or something like that. I don't know. Tupac, classic shit talker. True, true, but goddamn. I, I don't know who else I'd, I mean. Man. There's, which there's Eminem a, there's album pl- if do I... you put at 10 out of 10? Oh, Eminem. Because you're a big Eminem guy. I mean, I'm not <laughs> say that like I, I mean, like I like Eminem a lot. I mean, I you don't, you, well, the thing, the, the only reason I stopped recording, you can't stop talking. About I mean, it. the only, well, the only reason last time I stopped to just say that I liked him was because you said that you're not big. You, I think you both were like, you know, Eminem's kind of, you know, he's good, but not our thing, which is totally fine. He, and he I was I, a very, just, he was a very specific time of my life, which is, which is good. I mean, I, I can personally still listen to older Eminem and stuff like I don't. There's stuff I guess I, I, I've never, for sure. I think when I started listening to Eminem was when, it was when I started listening to just branch out more with music anyway. So I never had like a period that I dedicated artists with. Maybe when I was younger, some, but as I got older, I just kind of you know I didn't like go like oh I liked Eminem at this period or I liked this band at this period. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I mean that's a good question, but it's a hard question because then you start having other albums pop into your head that you've loved for a while that you you know could easily be there too. Yeah, there's a lot like, more I listen for to, me that I could like. I even listen out. to just straight up scores to movies because I love them that much. Like I, I <laughs> all right, <laughs> top yeah. four scores or not top four? No. Ten out of ten movie scores. Go, it, be quick. You have to be quick. <laughs> uh, see, I don't listen to movie scores that much. I don't know if I can answer this. I the the only movie scores that I remember listening to on a regular basis was the Pirates of the Caribbean one when I was younger. <laughs> And uh, the Interstellar, Fuck yeah, dude, the Interstellar one. I listened to that a lot when I was doing homework uh, when I was in college and stuff. I would say the Lighthouse, Halloween. Oh yeah, the Big Halloween's Lebowski, a good one. And oh, I know there oh, will brother, be blood. Thou? That's got. Oh a good yeah, score. that's a fucking good one too. That Holy shit! Any any John Carpenter, any Coen Brothers, <laughs> any any of that shit. It's fucking great. Any Stanley Kubrick. Obviously, these people didn't make their scores, other than John Carpenter, but they fucking have some killer people making music for their fucking movies. Oh, yeah, sure. Johnny Greenwood did uh, There Will Be Blood, the guitarist of Radiohead. Don't ever forget That's it. That's fucking crazy. I, I think you've told me that before, and it blows my mind every time I hear it, because I forget every time you tell me. <laughs> yeah, man. I I'm, I listen to the Interstellar score. Quite, I still listen to it occasionally, or at least parts of it. Uh, I don't Hans, listen Hans to a lot Zimmer's, of movie scores separate from the movies, though. I mean, for me, the only reason I sometimes do is because I can't... Sometimes when I'm doing certain work, I can't focus with music with, with a bunch of lyrics going on in the background. Where with scores, I can right, kind that of makes e- sense. just ease into what I'm doing and not be a hundred percent out of the music behind me. But yeah, no, Hans Zimmer. There's a like his Dark Knight scores are great. I could also the uh, Good, Bad, and the Ugly. That's a good one. Yeah, all, yeah I was about to say a, a lot of oh the older yeah, Ennio Morricone. Yep. Yeah, pretty much his, anything. His scores are Bye. so cool. And the Danny Elfman Spider-Man score. It's good for when you want to come up with creative ideas. It's like a good little. 
Good little score. Danny Elfman's Charlie and the Chocolate Factory score better than anything that's ever been made. Oh, is that is that your favorite? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think it's proof to remember that we all don't hit home runs every single time we work. True. Oh, so, oh, but also speak on Danny Elfman, his '89 Batman score. It's a great, oh yeah, it's great. Absolutely. Do that a bunch. Uh, did didn't did he do the animated series theme song too? Uh I know Shirley Walker did most of it. I think he may have done the theme or at least contributed to the sound of the theme. I, I'd have to look that up. I'm, I'm not 100% right. sure. Because I, I know yeah, Shirley Walker did. did the score itself. Like as far as like in Mask of the Phantasm and in the series. But um, okay, so he did. Oh, so yeah. He did. So I, I guess it's like uh, Danny Elfman gets credit, but Shirley Walker did a lot of the movie or a lot of the show, like right. the music in the show. God, that fucking show, man. Holy fuck. I could have a whole episode talking about that show. Oh my god, that show's fucking fantastic. Jake, did you ever watch the Batman cartoon? Uh, Yeah, I did. I don't remember a lot of it, but I remember watching it when I was a kid. Oh my god. I never, like, I never went through a phase where when I was older, I was like, oh, I gotta go back and watch the cartoons that I liked as a kid. Except for Spongebob and the Pokemon. The season one of Pokemon. Uh, oh so, man! So I like how, how crazy is that first season of Pokemon? Oh, it, it's wild. I, I mean, yeah, I watched it again probably like four or five years ago as I was playing through one of the newer Pokemon games, and I was so different. It's wild. I I watched it uh, around the Pokemon Go craze because I was dating a girl who like got way into Pokemon Go, and then she's like, I want to watch the cartoon now. And I'm like, all right. And it was crazy watching it and seeing how many shots are reused. Oh, like, yeah. They'll, they'll show Pidgeotto doing the same move in like three different episodes, and it looks exactly the same. Sometimes they flip it horizontally. But it's it's wild, man. It's a it's it's a good show. I like it. It, it keep, kicks me right in the fucking feeling nuts. The nut feelings. Yeah, like the kicks- infamous Butterfree episode. Oh my god, dude. I what a fucking moron Ash is letting his Pokemon just leave. Yeah. They're Ash, not your friends, you fucking idiot. They're your soldiers. Ash is like just a moron in general though. Hasn't he like never actually <laughs> won a battle? Like at least the important think... battles, he like never actually wins them and it's just like, oh, the biggest loser. Oh yeah, I think I think like in the first that first series doesn't he like isn't it like an actual plot point that he's ha- can't catch pokemon they all just like join him because they feel sorry for him yeah or pretty much man it, and then they leave him because he's a fucking broke ass trainer god dude yeah. i think he won i think he won a tournament at some point like i mean like, for him to be as big as he is he, he they must have I, I haven't watched pokemon since i was a kid so i couldn't tell you i remember just bits and pieces but. i think it was it was mostly his it was mostly like the like when he'd go to the elite four and he'd go against the champion and then he'd lose and the the theme would be about how to handle losing instead of him ever winning i'm sure there are some he wins but i just remember him losing a lot i just think yes especially like each new gym leader he'd just get his ass kicked and then the whole episode would be him trying to figure out how to beat him for the next episode and then he doesn't beat them but he showed love for Pikachu, and then the gym leader says, I really admire that. Here's a badge. <laughs> it's Is like it? he didn't do anything. But he loves a fucking rat, dude. That's not that's not worthy of a badge for the Pokemon League. What are you doing? I mean It's ridiculous. Was it the movie or the show where Ash gets like turned to stone and then like the Pokemon tears bring movie. him back? Yeah, I remember that. Oh, right. And I remember there's an episode with like an upside down ship. In the water, an upside down ship. Like a like, there's like a. Oh, there's a Titanic. There's a couple Titanic episodes. I don't know. Maybe that's it. I I genuinely I I haven't watched it in so long. I remember, like, the movie being a big thing, and like I remember like Burger King was giving out Pokeballs with like golden little Pokemon and stuff. But I mean, if you think about the concept of Pokemon, it's kind of fucked up. That's why we love it. It's essentially just flashy cockfighting. They uh they addressed that in the games. There was uh, I think black and white, where they introduced uh, the the team Rocket stand-in, that was a like animal protest group, 
and then obviously are they, are they the villains? Yeah, yeah, because it turns out that they that they <laughs> they don't actually of care course. about animal rights. They care about like stealing Pokemon, <laughs> right? But I definitely remember that being like a plot point in in That's I think funny. black or white or maybe the one before that. But it was definitely like, all right, <laughs> we're just gonna ignore the the real issues brought up by this this team that turned out to be evil. It's like, ah, oh, they're evil. All the shit they said is bullshit. Get, now, get your ass out there, Pokemon, and fight. Now, right. Well, now it's been long enough that I don't really remember, but none of them actually fight to the death, right? No. Uh, Although, they do, like, talk about in Season 1 how if uh, Charmander's flame gets extinguished, he dies. And, like, I feel like that oh, was geez. an actual threat in a battle of someone trying to extinguish Charmander's ember. Dude, poor little Charmander. Right. And also, uh, Marowak fucking died and then haunted the, the lavender tower and uh then cubone like cube like lore wise isn't every cubone an, an orphan because <laughs> like they're wearing the skull of their mother right so in game every cubone you find in the wild has a dead mother somewhere that's the one with the club right yeah 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 he's got a club what a shit what a, what a shitty power to be given Here's a club. Everyone else has like electricity and water and fire. You can have a club. Well, also imagine if your mom's not dead and you're just a clubless. Well, Im well, imagine being motherless and all you have is a club. Yeah, but it's the club of your mom. Yeah, but your mom's your still mom's fucking club. dead, and everyone else has like superpowers. That's fair. I mean, he he like I feel like he got meringues. I don't know. Bone meringue is a cool name for a move. I think that I makes up for it. <laughs> I I guess. I think it makes I, up for it. I think I don't it's know. cool. I like I said, I I'd have to rewatch Pokemon. I I really honestly think the only show I ever did rewatch like as an adult going through what were like the DC animated stuff, which I'm happy I did cuz I actually appreciate it more now than I did as a kid cuz it's so much more mature once you're like an adult and watching it and you're picking up the things that you maybe wouldn't have picked up when you're a kid. Like I I I just remember the first time I rewatched it when I was like in my later teens, the like, there's some really messed up episodes, especially like the Two Face episodes. And uh, it's just like, there's no way they'd do that today. Like, you know? like, like just going to that, like, like just, just the, ma the, ma the mature thematic elements of it, right, right? The way they like really don't, and they don't shy away from death in the show. And it was just always. Like as a kid, like, cause sometimes when you go back and you rewatch things, and, cause like I remember as a kid thinking like, wow, this is like so cool, and like I mean it had its like lighter moments, but I, you know, sometimes you go back to it and you're like, wow, this is all super cheesy, but that never, I never had that with any of like the DC shows really. They all like kind of hold up for both adults and younger people, right? And I, same with I, like Jake definitely... said, like the first three seasons of SpongeBob, fantastic, or even four. I'm trying to remember which season it kind of. Broke off, I feel like up to four were the ones that were really good. Like through like, four, and fantastic. Then after that. And apparently, the newer stuff, some of it's gotten better because they brought back old writers. Because um, I was watching one once with my brother, because he was watching SpongeBob, and I was like, and I we were surprisingly both chuckling, and I was like, "What a, is this like a new?" I was like, "What episode is this from?" He's like, and we found out it was from one of the newer seasons, and then I looked into that because I was like, "Well, there's no way." These are the same people that were writing those musical. Because I remember I dropped off once they started having like a musical every other episode, and uh, yeah, they brought back writers at some point. What season that is, I don't know, but seasons one through four are the ones that you know hold up and are still. I would still happily watch again. I think Disney Plus was what pushed me to watch a lot of my childhood TV shows. I, I rewatched. I mean, I, I rewatched all of them, and then I literally have not used Disney Plus since. Uh, except, oh, except for The Mandalorian. But, like, I rewatched, like, Recess and stuff like that. And oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, the movie, the movie for that was awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude. Recess School's Out. I remember that. It, it, it's a great fucking show, too. It's, it holds up, but there are only, like, 40 episodes or something like that. And I was like, what? I thought there were, like, 100 of these bitches. Like,. I well, as a kid, it's it. just it's on when it's on, so you're not think so you're not really thinking like, oh, there's only so many episodes. Yeah, it was um, wild, man. I I was I was like, 
my like I was betrayed by my memory, but I had that solid. with I had that with Freakazoid. I was like always thought there was more Freakazoid oh, than there actually wow. was. Freakazoid, there's only like two seasons, and you're. Just, I was just like, oh, I feel I felt like there was so much more than that, <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, I've never really got into Freakazoid, but well, I got into only mostly because like I would if I when I was a kid and watched Saturday morning cartoons, it would always be like the Animaniacs, Freakazoid. Right, Batman, right. Superman adventures, stuff like that. So they'd all just kind of be together, or Pinky and the Brain. Uh, I watched a lot more Cartoon Network, like Dexter's Lab, and and uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Johnny Bravo, the Johnny fucking Bravo. best. Hell yeah. uh, he would, he would, he just oh, does not man. work today, does he? Yeah, he would not. <laughs> no, but I oh, remember mama. being so sad for him as a kid because I was like, oh man, Every like, girl I really hates hope he finds guy. love one day. I know, right? <laughs> poor Johnny. <laughs> Poor Johnny. You'll never find love that way. Uh, I love that show. Um, Cow and Chicken. Fucking great. I, I think my favorite was Courage. Yeah, I was going to say Courage the Cowardly Courage, Dog. Courage the Cowardly Dog. And that and that show still, like as an adult, holds up. It yeah, I need to rewatch show. it. I've been, I've been wanting to rewatch that show. I'm not sure the best way of doing that, but I remember thinking that show was awesome when I was a kid. I remember some of them it's, scared it's me too when I was a kid. And the animation's like fantastic. It's such a good show. I, I I don't know if HBO Max has it or not. I haven't looked. Um, but that was a good one, question. like with Ed, Ed, and Eddie. They, they, oh, they I liked Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Shows. Yeah, Ed, Ed, and Eddie was great. Um, Where to watch Courage the was... Cowardly Dog. Uh, uh, HBO Max. Oh, it is on there. Yeah. Hell oh, wow. yeah. All right. Holy shit. There you go. All right, well, guess what we're doing tonight? Frasier and Courage the Dog. Courage the Cowardly Dog. <laughs> Frasier and Courage. No, man, yeah, it's it's a uh, really good show. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember the other Cartoon Network ones. I remember watching stuff on Toonami, but I, I don't think a lot of that was originally Cartoon Network because they had, like... Well, there was Ren like, like Dragon Ball. Well, they had, like, Dragon Ball Z. Well, I think uh, Toonami was just a block. Shit. Yeah. Well, it was a block, but was it originally made for Toonami, or was it shows that were like from elsewhere that they just put there because they were a bit more mature? No, than the other stuff? I'm not really sure which shows were a part of Toonami or not, but I definitely remember. I remember they had like, Gundam and all that. I, I actually liked that stuff, but yeah, Escaflone uh, and and Dragon Ball and all of these different animes, Inuyasha, which I did not like. Uh, there was a lot of anime I did not like. I was very excited because there was a robot, and I was like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, I only watched Dragon Ball on that. Dragon Ball Z, I remember. The rest of it, I didn't care about. Dragon Ball Z was lit, man. Still lit. Uh, I rewatched that entire series recently. (laughs) I feel uh, like this was a little bit after us, a little after us, but did you guys ever watch the regular show? Um, yeah, oh. I haven't seen the whole series, oh. but I watched the first two seasons so far, and it's it's really funny. Yeah, I remember that being yes. really good because I I remember I was like trying to watch Adventure Time because I remember there was a there was a while where like adults loved Adventure Time, and I was like, oh, I might be into this, and I watched it, and I was like, ah, I don't know if this is for me. But the regular show came on after, and I was way more interested in that show. No, same man. I, that's I, basically how it happened with me too. Because we I, we knew some people, Jake and I, and then I and then there was others that were telling me about uh, Adventure Time, and then I watched it and I was just like, I mean, it's fine. I would I, I I didn't have any. I watched like I think I gave it like three or four episodes and I was just like, eh, I'm okay without it. But then I watched an episode of Regular Show and I was like, oh, this is funny. Why did this not get recommended to me? <laughs> uh, it's really good. And I guess the guys that r- did that show have an. I guess an adult cartoon somewhere. I think it might, it might be HBO. Honestly, they do. I forget um, what it's called. But I haven't I watched hearing it, about it, but I would be interested for sure. Because, um, yeah, regular show is pretty funny, and Mark Hamill's in it. That's always a treat. Oh right, yeah. No, I like regular show. I I think that's a solid fucking thing. I feel like that's a brand new show though. I don't know how old it is, but that feels like I, I, I think two thousand eight like... was when it wow. started. It's somewhat yeah. older. Yeah, holy shit! Or two thousand nine, two thousand nine is what I'm seeing here. Adventure Time was two thousand ten, which makes sense because I remember in high school people were telling me about Adventure Time, and then I watched it and yeah. I was like, I mean, it, it was it's like it was I like good. I like yeah. John DiMaggio. 
Yeah. The the big thing with Adventure Time was before that was even a show, I remember my friends being like, you got to see this video. It's amazing. And then they showed me this like online video of, I guess, some like early flash animation of Adventure Time. What would go on to become Adventure Time, I guess. It had Finn, Jake, and the wizard. And they were just like, this is so crazy. And, and it was it was very much like oh, let's get high and watch this one online video. And then it became a fucking show. And I was fucking shocked to see that. It's kind of like fucking Rick and Morty, where there was the Doc and Marty online short. I love cartoons, man. I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Do you remember, like, Rocco's Modern Life or, like, Cat, cat Dog? I remember Cat yeah, Dog. Man. I, I I think I was too young to remember, watch Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life. He's 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 a, a, a sex line operator. Right. And well, people I, just and that just, I just think that's hilarious. Now. I just don't think I don't think I understood Rocco's Modern Life. Well, and I just thought I, it was boring. Would you watch some of it and stuff too? Though now, like, there's an episode that's just an entire homage to The Shining. It's really that's pretty it's, wild. It's, it's interesting, but yeah, Nickelodeon had a lot of sketchier cartoons than oh that's like, i mean like smart in life yeah and then they yeah. had uh and then cat dog like, i remember cat dog they, were, they like <laughs> there was one when it was just i think it's like a cat like collecting like that meat bob action figure or whatever and it's literally just an episode about just this cat spiraling into uncontrollable debt and depression over these dolls <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh shit that's funny when like when you look back at it, you don't really think about that stuff as a kid. But then you're like, oh, what what was the show with the beavers, the three beavers? Oh, or was it Canadian it, beavers or something like isn't that. Isn't it like it's like a play on beaver, like we beavers or we three beavers or something? Something like that. I remember leave loving it to that beaver. Show, leave, leave it, it to beaver. beaver. The three beavers. Uh, the angry let's beavers. See what it's called. The angry beavers. Right. I love that fucking show. That was great. I just always, because I was just such a, I just loved Dumb and Dumber so much, I always just looked at the blonde one and just thought of him as if Jeff Daniels was a beaver. There's a new show called Mr. Or, I mean, again, it's not a new show because the fucking show aired in 2013, but uh, Mr. Pickles, have you guys seen this show? Isn't that like the messed up demonic dog show? Yeah, it's like this, this cutesy cartoon where the dog is actually like demonic and like i don't know if i don't know if he's like a reincarnation of satan but it gets really fucking dark and funny i was it was it is it on cartoon network or adult swim uh adult swim oh okay i was like yeah definitely that'd be an interesting interesting pass on on the regular shows adult swim had a lot of cool shit like that i i man cartoons are cool And, and let me tell you this is why my biggest pet peeve, I've, I've said this to people who like anime, I've said this to a lot of different people, and they say, why do you care? It really fucking grinds my gears that they call the Castlevania animated show an anime, because it's not. It's an American studio making that movie, or show. And they are definitely inspired by anime, but I see a lot of Batman in there too. Like, the original Batman animated series, in the way certain characters move. And... It bums me out that people will go, oh, Castlevania anime, this anime, that anime. And it's like, guys, like, can you not, like, be proud of the work done? Like, why does every cartoon have to be an anime for an adult to like it? It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And I think people need to... And then again, and then I'm, like, listening to myself talk. And I'm like, why the fuck do I even care? Why am I even bringing this up? But... I think my point is is that there's a lot of great animation in in the states, especially in like a market where animation has gotten like I, I don't want to say lazy, but like they're given deadlines that are hard to meet. Well, I, I think it's more just not late, not late, not lazy, but definitely blander than than you would think it would be. It'd be well, anime. yeah, and, and I think a big part of that is because animation houses are given deadlines that are hard to meet, so they have to like make very flat looking cartoons these days especially like a lot of the dc movie stuff is just like i so how, boring to look at and like why are you like who 
like you're retelling I, these comic stories, but they look like shit. Okay, and it's I like, do, so I need to, I agree with you, but I do need to give, a, a, especially also just why this was decided on the Batman hush adaptation, which the book has, the art is gorgeous. It's Jim Lee's art. It's yeah. Beautiful art. That movie butchered the story and the art because they wanted to connect it to new 52 for some reason, really poor choice with that movie. But when I do want to see you. He tells you this about himself. He tells you, listen, my name's no, Stuart. My name's Stuart. And, and I just got to say it, They messed up the hush adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do need to say since the man of tomorrow movie, they did up until these, which I highly recommend now the new long Halloween adaptations. They have solid animation. I don't, they, they just, it looks almost like a, like it sounds weird describing it, but it's like if you mixed the older DC animation with like almost an Archer like style of animation, um, much smoother than that in terms of like right. how the characters move, but it looks, they've looked great. They did a justice, uh, society movie, um, world war two. And then the long Halloween adaptation, which was really good. And the animation for them lately has been... I don't know who's working on the new animation, but they've been doing a great job. So I yeah. will shout them out. And my big point is that in 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 an industry that is hampered by these, like, deadlines, it, it's nice to, like, be like, hey, Western animation can still kick fucking ass. Absolutely. And, 100%. And that's why I'm defending Castlevania as not an anime, even though who cares? This is the nerdiest shit. Uh, if I when I edit this podcast, speak your I'm gonna truth, so, Matt. Speak I'm going to be truth. so goddamn embarrassed when I listen to this podcast after I edit it. But goddamn it, I I think Castlevania is the bee's knees, and uh, I know. Okay. Well, you know what? I thought I think you were fine up until the bee's knees. Well, the be- yeah. That, speaking that's fair. of anime, no, did either speaking of anime, did either of you guys ever watch uh, King of the Hill? Yeah, man, <laughs> fucking love King of the Hill. My favorite anime. <laughs> Everyone's the best favorite anime. anime. <laughs> you know, well, the fact that they were willing to bring that show over into the states was a real treat. I know. Oh, and you know? dub it like I know. with great Seriously. actors and stuff. Like, like you I would never the original know. Subs is are great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I will, I will always champion King of the Hill's original subs, but. The dubs, man, like, if you need to get into an anime series and you're a little worried about reading all the time, or you're a little nervous just to start something new, man, the dubs for King of the Hill, fucking solid. And I respect the American audience version for deciding to pick a sick person to play his son. Like, bravo. Like, who does that anymore? I have no idea what you're talking about. Isn't his about. son? Okay, I haven't watched a ton of games. Okay. Uh, I, I, the joke's going to fall flat. No, because isn't his son like, hey, dad. That's a good impression. I, I haven't, I've only see, literally seen parts of King of the Hill and had to do it. Like, I, I feel like I, for me to try that show, I'd have to watch it from the beginning. Because I've only just seen random bits and I never was like that into what I watched. Oh, but dude. I always remembered the son's voice. Just always been like, hey guys. He'd almost like South Parkish. Like, I was just like, yeah. He sounds, but anyway, no, no, no. But on the, that note, though, you know, you need good to on watch American. Good yeah. on the uh, American studio for picking a sick actor. I definitely want to go through and watch a ton of King of the Hill because I remember watching it when I was younger because it came on before Simpsons and I enjoyed it, but I was never that into it. Like, I, not pay much attention to it because I wasn't into it, but I think now I would probably appreciate that show a lot. Yeah, yeah, like Rocco's Modern Life, it's 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 a weird appeal for kids. Whereas like everyone can get into Bart and Homer because they're so you, simple. You should try that again, Matt. I think you'd like Rocco's Modern Life now. I I probably would. Man, I want to watch some goddamn cartoons. You God, boys have... I want to play that Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. I hope it's oh, good. Dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> dude, Danny Phantom's in it. Hell yeah! Oh really? I'm ready. Yeah, I, I I hope they add like more SpongeBob characters to it. I don't know because right now don't they only have like five, like eight characters or something? Like I don't know if I want you want to buy a game with that little. I, I think there's more characters than that. I, I oh really? Sure. It, it, it just looks like a really bad version of Smash Bros. I mean, not really bad. I, I it it could be fun, but like as someone who's played so much Smash Bros, I feel like I would be frustrated by it. Um. Just because people oh, like yeah. like me who don't play a ton of Smash Bros and are I, terrible I, at it, I mean, it I'm, might I, be easy. 
Yeah, and then, then it might be fun. I mean, I still want to play it. I'll, I'll still probably play it just because I want to like, I want to knock people off a stage as Patrick. Um, Hell. <laughs> but I, I just, I just think that I will play a little bit of it and be like, all right, I'm back to Super Smash Bros. Because like have one night, of, like an hour worth of play with it. Yeah. And that's it. You know, I'll, I'll convince, I'll convince everyone to get it, and then we'll play it one night for a little bit, and then uh, never again. I am actually surprised they brought in a characters from the, the like uh, real monster show. Did yeah, they, br- well, they brought one of them. Yeah, yeah, Ablina. Um, Ablina, they, they're right, really right. good about that stuff. Like, I the, thought that I was think cool. The Nickelodeon right. games. I mean, they're bringing Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy, which is like <laughs> fucking awesome. That is cool. also Reptar is going to be in it, which is fucking. Cr- I'm I'm looking at a leaked roster is, now. I, I I haven't really looked. Is Invader Zim in it? Yes. So it's Aang from Avatar, April O'Neil from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Cat get, Dog, get, Danny a, Phantom, get rid of those. Get Helga, rid of the Avatar. Cora, Leonardo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Lincoln Loud from Loud House, Lucy Loud from Loud House, Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Nigel Thornberry, Oblina, uh, Patrick Starr, who I'm going to main, Powdered Toast Man, uh, Ren, uh, Reptar, Sandy Cheeks, SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, Stimpy, and Zim. I'm surprised they wouldn't put like all the turtles or like the, all the mains like from SpongeBob, like Squidward or Mr. Krabs and stuff. I hope you have to. I hope you unlock characters like you would in Smash Bros. Because then I would probably play a lot of this game. Because I just love. That's my favorite thing about. I mean, that's not my favorite thing about Super Smash Bros. One of my favorite things is how it's like figuring out how to unlock these characters, and then you figure it out and you have to beat them. Right. Anyway, no boot. I cat, I want a main cat dog or Danny Phantom. That that'd be awesome. Or Invader Zim, honestly. I I I'd probably I don't know. I'd probably go with Ren Stimpy or Power Toast Man because I think that's funny. But that also, funny. there was a new SpongeBob game that just got announced that I just want to say looks fucking cool. <laughs> Dude, it looks I, good. I saw no gameplay, but my brother sent me a text for the trailer, and uh, I was. Great trailer. Great it looks trailer. Great. Like, I mean, I have to imagine the game would look somewhat like this, but it looks good. Maybe not the lighting look as good as it does in the trailer, but like, cosmic I'm into shake. It. Yeah, cosmic shake, and like the characters look good. Like, I, I never saw those like real life slash three D SpongeBob movies that they released in the last ten years. I've only seen but, the first, the first two. I, I didn't see the third one. They fucking nail like I feel like a lot of cartoons just look like shit in 3D, but some yeah they seem to have nailed SpongeBob and the way those characters look. D- but Jake, you need to watch that trailer. I'm watching it now, but I don't have sound, oh. so I'll watch it. Oh, uh, that's the whole after. yeah it, it, it's, yeah. It's literally just them doing Sweet Victory, and it's amazing. Okay, yeah. all right, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll wait until after then to watch it. It's good uh. stuff. But yeah, but yeah, we've got a lot of shit to watch, man. From cartoons to trailers to Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso for me. Yeah. Wait, before we go, the what? Nintendo Direct is tomorrow. Oh right. A- any predictions, Stuart? You probably don't care. I care a lot. I'm very no, excited. I, no, it's not that I don't care. I just don't. It's fine, Stuart. You I don't. Nintendo I just games. don't. You're too old. I don't. Hate, I get it. It's fine. It's not. That's not true at all. I. I some Nintendo stuff I love. It's just I don't follow up on a lot of stuff when it comes to the game. Even when it comes to Sony and Microsoft, I don't really like. I, most of the time, I either hear it through you guys, or it's because it showed up on something like else that I was looking on, like for, for comics or movies or whatever. But uh, it's okay. Yeah, so no, you I just say I, you hate it. It's I, fine. Like, no, like I, yeah, I, I still want to. I'd like Have to some get respect. A, I I like Nintendo. I just don't. I mean, the thing is, though, the stuff with like I like in Nintendo is just like kind of a small section of it. Like I like Smash Bros. and like the Luigi's Mansion stuff and things like that. But you know, otherwise, I don't really know what's out there. I don't know what the fuck to expect. Personally. Neither do I. I feel like they just had a Nintendo Direct not that long ago. Uh, I, yeah. I think I think for sure they're going to announce the last Smash Bros. character. It's time. Um, did they even release Kazuya? Yeah, he's out. He's been out for. I oh mean, wow! He came out a couple weeks after the last direct, which was what in June, maybe. A long time ago, yeah. So I feel like they got to announce the last one. I think it's gonna be Waluigi. Um, I don't. 
I think so. Isn't he already in the game as an assist trophy? He is, but originally there was only supposed to be five characters in this uh, battle pass or whatever, fighter pass. Um, And then they added a sixth mysteriously. I think they're just adding, I think they're just adding Waluigi to make people happy. They're, they're adding mother three. The, just the game you pick that character and you just, and yeah, I mean, you get to play the game in smash brothers. Hey, if that's, if we can, if it's localized, (laughs) if we can play an official version, I'd be cool with that. I, uh, I, yeah, I don't know what to expect, honestly, though, other than the smash bros thing. I feel like they'll show Metroid. They'll show whatever else is coming out this year, but Oh, maybe more Zelda stuff because they kind of fucking didn't do a lot for Zelda this year. Yeah, that's it's the twenty fifth anniversary or whatever. Is it the th- is it the twenty fifth or thirty fifth? I think it might be the yeah thirty fifth. Yeah. yeah, I'm kind of hoping Wind Waker HD. That would be cool. On Switch and Twilight Prince. Let's just bring those two games that came to Wii U. Those eight HD games that came to Wii U and just bring them to Switch because so Remake many people. Majora's Mask. How That's about less likely, Super but... Mario Sunshine 2? I keep dreaming. Absolutely not. That keep is dreaming. fucking disgusting. Okay. You should be ashamed. Okay. And with Speak... that... Nope, nope, nope. I want to say one thing. Christ. <laughs> what the fuck do you want to say? Wow. I'm going to wow. edit this out if it's not good, you motherfucker. No, you can edit it out. I, don't have a, I didn't have a lot to contribute for Nintendo, but I'm just going to end it on the note of I am so excited for the insomniac wolverine game oh yeah me too me too that's fair i'll leave it in just for you i just wanted to say that because i couldn't contribute to the nintendo one that's all right and we didn't talk about the playstation one so i just wanted to say did we talk about the anyway no we didn't i'm just saying i'm stoked for wolverine that game has the potential to be just good very Uh, excited all right that is it for the show today we have no emails this week but if you'd like to send us one, that's thenuclearfridge at gmail.com, thenuclearfridge at gmail.com. Oh, also. Oh, my Tony God. <laughs> to- <laughs> We're in the Spider-Man sequel, Tony Todd is Venom. That's really Come cool. on. That Come on. That is cool. really cool. Come on. All right. It's pretty good. I'm very excited. Uh, you yes, know, you are I know we keep excited. trying to end, but you know what? It's been a bit <laughs> we, since I've been that I, excited. I'm just saying. That's all. I'm just saying, man. I felt bad. I didn't. Con- I couldn't contribute to the Nintendo. I just wanted to throw out some games in the, the future. The Nintendo was like a minute long. <laughs> I know, but I just wanted to contribute something game-wise. All right. All right. We're going to see you guys next week. Bye. All Bye. right. I hope you had a great time listening, everybody. <laughs> Have a great weekend with a cold one from the nuclear fridge. And we'll see you all next time.